Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to June's podcast series on one month to better investigations and internal reportings. So what do you do when the call, the email, or the personal tip comes into your office where an employee reports suspicious activity somewhere literally across the globe? That activity might well turn into a Foreign Corrupt Practices Act issue for your company. In today's climate, it can turn into issues under lots of different anti-corruption jurisdictions. The Brazilian Clean Companies Act, the UK Bribery Act, or even domestic anti-corruption laws such as brought GSK to bear in China. As the Chief Compliance Officer, it will be up to you to begin the process which will determine in many instances how your company will respond going forward and will set the tone throughout this most difficult period. This month's podcast series will provide to you all the steps you need to consider going forward. I'm going to take a look at independent versus in-house investigations, investigation protocols, the different resources that a compliance practitioner may bring to bear in an investigation, such as internal audit, IT, and legal. And I'll take a look at special issues such as privilege, Upjohn and Miranda warnings, data privacy, and of course, the Yates memo and its effect. I think you will learn a lot this month if you follow this podcast series. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening to the June podcast series. Day 18, Hotline Best Practices. Today I want to review some of the best practices regarding a compliance hotline. Number one, the hotline should be developed and maintained externally. It seems axiomatic that employees tend to trust hotlines maintained by third parties more than they do internally maintained hotlines. Through submitting of reports via an external hotline, there is a perceived level of anonymity and impartiality compared to a system developed in-house. A third-party provider is also more likely to bring specialist expertise that is difficult to match within an organization. Number two, the hotline supports collection of detailed information. As with most everything else, information is power. If a CCO can gather and record information throughout a compliant life cycle, the company will have greater insight into the situation and a company can protect itself more effectively from accusations of negligence or wrongdoing. A hotline reporting system should should provide consolidated real-time access to data across all departments and locations, plus analytical capabilities that allow you to uncover trends and hotspots. All reported materials should be consolidated in one comprehensive, chronologically organized file so that a CCO can monitor ongoing progress and make better, more informed decisions. Number three, hotline must meet your company's data retention policies. Retaining data in a manner consistent with your internal data retention policies is important. A hotline should offer secure, accessible report retention database, or you may be faced with making your own complicated and costly arrangements for transmitting and storing older reports to be stored in a permanent storage location. Number four, the hotline should be designed to inspire employee compliance. Retaliation or perceived unfairness to those making hotline complaints will destroy the effectiveness of internal reporting process and poison the corporate culture. A hotline must be seen to offer the highest levels of protection and anonymity and to encourage employee participation. 
The hotline should allow them to bring their concerns directly to someone outside their immediate chain of command or workplace environment, especially when compliant concerns and immediate super the complaint concerns an immediate supervisor. The hotline should also en- enable employees to report from a from the privacy of an off-site computer or telephone. It may seem like a small c- convenience, but giving employees the freedom to enter a complaint from a location that is safe can make a huge difference to participation rates. Number five, the hotline offers on-demand support from subject matter experts. Opening lines of communications can bring new issues to your compliance group. It is therefore important that once these reports are entered into a system, a person or function has the responsibility to follow up in a timely manner. One of the mistakes you can make is to sit on a hotline complaint and <clears throat> let the employee reporting it fester. Additionally, with short time frames set out in the Dodd-Frank whistleblower timelines for resolution, before an employee can go to the SEC to seek a bounty, the clock is literally ticking. Number six, hotlines provide inbuilt litigation support and avoidance tools. A company must make certain that its hotline is pre-configured to meet the legal requirements for document retention, attorney work product protection procedures, and the attorney-client privilege. Developing these tools in-house can add significantly to your cost, and maintaining a hotline without one exposes your organization to unacceptable risk. Number seven, the hotline supports direct communication. A hotline should open the lines of communication and give you a direct sight line into the heart of your company. Look for a system that enables you to connect directly, privately, and anonymously with the person filing the complaint. Direct communications also signals to employees that their complaints are being heard at the highest level. Like with all other risk management issues, hotlines must be managed effectively after the implementation and rollout. Here are some practical tips which will help you make your hotline an effective and useful tool. Get the word out. If employees know about the hotline, if they don't know about it, they won't use it. Allocate a portion of your time and budget to promoting the corporate hotline through multiple channels. Put up posters and distribute cards that employees can keep in their wallets or desk drawers. Deliver an in-person presentation when possible. And do not think of the promotional initiative as a one-time effort. It is important to remind employees regularly and through in-person communications via email or through intranets, newsletters, and so on. This is a resource that is available to them. Some hotlines offer promotional materials to help make the job easier. Make sure you ask what type of promotional support may be available. Next, train all your employees. Getting the employees to use the system is one half of the challenge. Ensuring they use it properly is the other half. This is where training becomes essential. Make sure that people understand what types of activities or observations are appropriate for reporting and which are not. HR and compliance staff will need training, too, to help them understand how hotlines impact their day-to-day activities. Company leaders also need to understand the role the hotline plays in an organizational culture and the importance of their support for this compliance initiative. Next, take a look at the data. Use the data derived from the hotline or through the hotline to identify unexpected trends or issues. Examples might be what percentage of employees use the hotline and what issues are they submitting. A healthy hotline reporting system yields reports from 0.5 to 2% of your employee base. If your reporting patterns are higher or lower, it may indicate mistrust of the hotline misuse or a widespread compliance issue. Isolate the data by location and department to identify microtrends that could indicate problems 
within the subset of your corporate culture. Analyzing the data can help you stay one step ahead of all emerging issues. Next, response to critical fairness in the system. Seeing a hotline in action in this way can go a long way towards dispelling employee fears of being ostracized or experiencing retaliation. Because if you see their concern are clearly and addressed fairly, they will learn to view the hotline as a valuable conduit. If your compliance program responds promptly and appropriately to hotline complaints, you can ensure robust participation and ongoing success. Even when a complaint provides excuse me, proves to be unfounded, it can still provide an opportunity to open a dialogue with employees and clear up any misunderstandings. Responding to reported issue also, issues also gives compliance officers a chance to prove that issues can be resolved or addressed while protecting the privacy and anonymity of the whistleblower. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, number one, obviously get the word out about your hotline. Put uh, employees on notice, put up posters, send out emails, uh, however you communicate internally. If it's uh, a notice in the uh, workroom, if it's a notice in the coffee room, uh, but put on training, get the word out. And that leads to number two, train your employees. It's important that employees understand what the hotline is for, uh, that it's there, and that they will benefit from it. And if you don't raise your hand as an employee, management may not know of an issue. And then number three, use the data to improve your compliance program. This may seem self-evident, but many compliance practitioners overlook hotline data as uh, indicia, which can be reincorporated through a continuous feedback loop to improve your compliance program going forward. This, at the end of the day, is what the Department of Justice wants to see. I hope you've enjoyed Day 18 of one month to better investigations and reporting, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow for day 19. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you have listened to this podcast on iTunes, I would greatly appreciate it if you would rate the podcast as it would help in our rankings and also help get the word out about the only one-month podcast series to a better compliance program. Also, if you have any questions, please feel free to contact me. You can reach me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much again for listening, and I hope you'll join me again for one month to better investigations and reporting. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.